this. You sold your soul! I want to help save your soul. No! Your soul is mine. I sold my soul to the devil. I should die before I wake. I pray the Lord my soul to take. The souls of the children. Give me strength. We are back once more for Sell Your Soul. I'm Nathan. I'm Brad. And we are here to sell you on a couple of great soul tunes. And I believe it's my turn to go first. Sell your soul to me. So I'm going to sell you my soul, my friend. Okay. After I do that, <laughs> right. as I'm sure most of our listeners have ascertained by now, I'm a Halloween enthusiast. Yes. I'm a big fan of the holiday. I actually make mixtapes. I am yes. still one of the few people who will make a mix CD and make sure it fits under 80 minutes and make sure it has a weird flow to it. And like the art of the mixtape slash mix CD is a lost art. It is. It's 100% lost art. Yeah. I'm and with you 100%. And that's set. So every year I make Halloween mixes. And they lean heavily on horror punk. They lean heavily on heavy metal. Mm -hmm. And I've always wanted to add a lot of soul to those. Mm Because I don't want everything to be one genre. I hate mixtapes that are one genre. And you'll find a lot of novelty tunes, like Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, or Dracula, Mm -hmm. or like He's a Vampire, that kind of thing. You don't find a lot in that smooth 70s soul style Mm. that you can add to a Halloween mixtape. But there's mm-hmm. one song mm-hmm. that I put on mine that has that nice, smooth, and I'm going to say this band had one of the more silky, smooth sounds in the oh. song, as far as any of the vocal groups. Like, the way they worked together, it was one of the more just slicker than cum on a gold tooth. Um, yeah, wow. Okay. Song by a band called Blue Magic. Oh, yeah. Ooh. yeah I think you'll agree with me. Their hits, like, Sideshow, and Just Don't Want to Be Lonely. They were one of the more silky, smooth bands, where they all just blended together. Seamlessly. Perfectly. Yep. Are you familiar with the third album? 13 Blue Magic Street. Nope. Didn't even know they got past On the cover of this album is an illustration of a haunted house that belongs in a classic Beastle Halloween cutout on someone's door. If you look on the back, you've got Blue Magic posing in the graveyard. You don't see that kind of imagery in soul music a lot. Nope. And that kind of imagery, like I said, being a Halloween fan, I'm like, yeah, man. if you go spooky with it, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And on that album, they have a song called Born on Halloween. It's
from the look on your face, I'm gonna assume you're not familiar with this. One. I have never heard this song, and I'm just thinking about Blue Magic singing. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna Blue is Magic. This? The, the, this is a band that was not only known for their absolute smoothness, yeah, but known for their choreography on stage. Yeah, like being that's completely like, in tune. Please tell me they're in costume in the music video. And the whole song is up. There's no music video. This. This was 1975. The well, most you're gonna get, the most you're gonna get is like a Soul Train yeah, tell me or they Midnight Soul Special. Train. Yeah. Not with this song because this is not a huge hit, and it's very much like it starts off with a werewolf howl. You don't, I don't know if I'm having a stroke or not. Yeah, you don't hear yeah, this I've kind of never theming heard of in soul music. Yeah, I, I, Zero. And it's all about how they got together on Halloween and it must have put a spell on him because he's now obsessed with the woman who was born on Halloween, the queen of witchcraft who oh, left him. She just him. got it's, that voodoo David Ruffin. Yeah. October 31st must have put a curse upon me. On It's a great song. It's very, like I said, Halloween-centric. So there is finally a Halloween, a true Halloween soul song. However, I must end this session of selling my particular soul with a word of caution. If you go to YouTube and search Born on Halloween, make sure you search Blue Magic, Born on Halloween. Because if you just search Born on Halloween, there is a Vanilla Ice featuring ICP song called Born on Halloween, and you do not want this to happen to you. So, search the band name with the song title, and you will hear the amazing Born on Halloween by Blue Magic. Now, Brad, mm. sell me your soul. Jesus, hold on. I need a moment to... Wow, that... You hit me with process for a second. You hit me with two songs that go by the same title that I have not heard in one artist I respect immensely, and the other I just wish I know. Blue Magic. I wish I could burn the other two at the stake. Dude, imagine Blue Harvest featuring ICP. You mean Blue Magic? That's what I said. You said Blue Harvest. Did I say Blue Harvest? You said Blue Harvest. I was thinking Star Wars apparently. It's a blue, blue heart. Imagine blue magic featuring ICP. On, on the moons of Tatooine, <sighs> we shall go. Down, down, blue milk. Yeah. Where'd we oh, stop yeah. talking that I need to fill in? <laughs> I don't know. Just go. Okay. I'll sell you mine. And selling my soul to you, you pushed like Halloween and the world of soul. On this one, Nathan, you're going to need to go for your guns. Because we're going the Isley Brothers. Oh, we discussed this. Mm-hmm. Iron Shots, we are now on episode 11, 12, something like that. I believe it's 12. And we haven't mentioned the Isley Brothers yet. We're both huge Isley Brothers fans. Oh, yeah. So it shocks me that it's just now coming up. That being said, I'm very curious to hear which Isley Brothers song you chose. Oh, well, with this album, you could go a lot of different ways. But, uh, Nathan, I think I'm going to get on a boat, take a voyage. Where am I taking that voyage to? Taking that voyage to Atlanta. 
Oh, so Isley Brothers off. Go for your guns. We'll edge to Atlanta. Many times already on this show, your opinion of this is the best organ, this is the best bass solo. Voyage to Atlantis is the best guitar solo in soul music. Ernie Isley's guitar solo in this song is the best guitar solo in soul music, bar none. I've always said, if you ask people about the title of Guitar Hero, yeah, it's all rock guitarists. It needs it's all Slash and Jimmy Page yeah. and Kirk Hammett and, like, you can even go into Joe Satriani and yeah. Steve Vai and yeah, all those guys. All those. But the most unsung guitar hero ever Ernie Isley. is Ernie Isley. Uh, Jimi Hendrix learned at Ernie Isley's feet. He helped Jimi Hendrix along the way. This man has been playing guitar for decades mm-hmm. and changing the way urban and minority musical fans think about guitars. Because, you know, aside from The Roots and a couple of other people who have come up through the years, you know, there's not that much organic, you know, instrumentation in music. In hip-hop, it's sampling for the most part. Right. And Ernie Isley gave music, you know, these hip-hop artists, boom, right here's a guitar track for you. Sample this. You know, and you can tell within like two notes of an Ernie Isley guitar line who is playing that. Right. I've never heard another guitar, guitar like that sound quite like Ernie and Isley's. Does it not sound, he makes the guitar at times in the song sound hopeful. Mm-hmm. And I've used the word before. He makes this guitar solo sound at downright pitiful. And like, you know what? I'm sailing to, but yeah, no, but. Always optimistic on that voyage to Atlantis. And the way that solo melds with the vocals. Yeah. So we'll
Ja Rule sampled this song, I remember, for his first album, because he had Ron Isley do the vocals. He was a guest vocalist mm-hmm. on the album, and it was the same groove, same everything, but that took it to a new thing, and that's where it's weird. And then Ja Rule made a career out of being a guest vocalist. Right. <laughs> but the hip-hop community was so big, and I think you and I have discussed Mr. This. Big, no less. Yes. Da-doom-doom. In Ron Isley's Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Not so much yeah. the Isley Brothers. They ch- yeah. chose to focus on Ron to bring it up and bring it in. And now Ernie's incorporated, you know, and in videos. But the whole R. Kelly thing kind of just... R. Kelly's always going to be tied to Ron Isley. Because for later fans, younger fans, it was keep it on the down low. It was whatever, you know, brought Ron Isley into their zone. For real, I don't see anything wrong with Lil Bump and Grind. Yeah, right. right? The Isleys are an artist that you can pinpoint any stage in their career, and it was 100% different from the previous, even that last album. Here's how you can pinpoint the relevance of the Isleys. We, two summers ago now? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's God, it's been forever. We went wow. to, yeah. We went to see the Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. And during their set, they would do a song and then have someone come on stage and do a part of yes. the rap song that sampled, sampled it. Yes. that song. And every time someone came on stage, they're like, this was not just some random rap song. This, yeah, was, this was a, a huge, huge hit. hit. And it sampled the Isleys. So yeah. every time they did that, you were reminded not only of what a great band they were, but of their relevance. Yes, and that kept them on the road. The Isleys, they're an evergreen. Long after you and I are gone and our... Mm-hmm. Children are gone. When our children's children children are listening to music, they will still be listening to music either sung by Ron Isley or someone playing guitar who learned by going through Ernie. You know who never cited Ernie Isley as an influence, but I would guess may have been the person who most played like him? Gary Clark Jr.? Prince. Huh. Listen to Prince's guitar solos. It's Ernie Isley all the way. But I've never read an interview. I've never decided. I'm so into Prince when listen, if I'm listening think, to Prince, Think about I it in your head. Think, yeah. You get those solos. It is totally Ernie Isley. That's crazy, man. Where he was growing up when that was coming out. So I can imagine Little Prince, like eight, ten-year-old purple one over there, listening to Ron Isley in his bedroom with his guitar shaped in that weird symbol. Because in my, in my world, when he was ten, he had that guitar. And I can totally picture when he was learning how to play guitar, him sitting there listening to Ernie Isley. Right. I bet you anything. That's, uh, yeah, I never thought about that. That's amazing. Well, Nathan, we, I will always come back to you for you to say. Always. Me. Always. 
for you to sell me your soul. And we will take a voyage to Atlantis, <laughs> and at this moment, however, we will take a voyage to the next episode after I have sold you <laughs> Born on Halloween by Blue Magic. And Voyage to Atlantis by the Isla Brothers. So wonderful a voice, a voice to Atlantis on Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Do 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 do. Boop 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 boop. Beep 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 boop boop boop. <laughs> uh, <laughs>